Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, der Bundesliga Podcast. This is the prediction show brought to you in association with Get German Football News. And joining me this week, filling in for Stefan, is Sepp. Sepp, how's it going? Um, I had you on just earlier for the Harry Kane show. So if you um wondering where Stefan is, listen back to that, I guess. But other than that, how's it going, Sepp? It's going good. I can't decide whether I want to sabotage Stefan's um, predictions. <laughs> Or whether I want to help him. Don't know yet. Well, depending on how I do, we'll know. I think that's the answer. Uh, he will claim either one. Um... Yeah. He'll have to live with it either way, right? So yeah. It's his fault. I offered to him, uh, full disclosure, I offered to him that I will do this with you, that your predictions wouldn't count. He could send me his predictions um, separately. And he said, nope, I trust Sepp to make the right predictions. Wow. Mm. That faith is weighing on my shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a it's a heavy, heavy, heavy yes, burden. It's a burden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we start this, I asked you before we jumped on the show whether you have a fantasy team. I do. And you do. Um, of course, there is the official gigging pressing Liga um, that everyone can join, and we'll have prizes this year um, in association with the DFL. They are sponsoring a shirt for the winner. A match ball for second place and a mini ball which you and i both love for our cats um, yes, indeed. Uh, for for the third place um i usually start this show with my regrets um on my fantasy team and i had two one that i didn't sell brandon aronson which i planned and then he got a red card of course and that i didn't make uh Gosens my star player Sepp, did you have any regrets into match day two I did not believe that Jesper Lindstrom's transfer to Napoli was quite as close as it was. Mm. And so I didn't see him being left on the bench all the way through. Oh, uh, yeah. But then I suppose with the red card, with the Knauf red card, maybe he doesn't have that much impact. So it's not, I don't have too many regrets. I, I mean, I, I could do with Marcel Sabitzer being a little bit better, frankly, mm. uh, in my midfield. Uh, I thought I'd get some points at Bochum, but alas... Um, I feel we're going to talk about that a little bit during the course of the show, though. So, Yeah, I also bought um, Young for Stuttgart on the basis of the first match day. Yeah. And then we all know what happened on Stuttgart on match day two. So they were OK for an hour. <sighs> they were OK for an hour. I was I was I was talking to our our friends, Tom Julian. Yeah. On WhatsApp during that game. And he was kind of he'd he'd big Stuttgart up before the match and he was going out and he left at half time mm. and was kind of feeling pretty good about himself and then came back and got quite a late text message from him saying I might might have gone a bit early with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a good showing the last 30 minutes. Um, no. I also had Louis Openda on my side for match day one and sold him. Oh, I kept him. Ouch. I kept him. That yeah. hurt me bad. Yeah. But, oh, well. Um, 
this is the prediction show. We should do some predictions instead. We should jump into it right after this break. Okay. This episode of the Game Pressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get on on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And the game starts on Friday. Stefan, uh, you know, this is what happens to me when I have a guest on on the show yeah, that I never have a guest on. You're yeah. the first guest on the prediction show and I'm, I'm all over the place. It's Seth, it's... not Stefan. <laughs> I've been talking to you for about an hour and a half now as well. So you oh, Jesus. You know, I know. I know. <laughs> um, anyways, the game started on Friday um, and I've complaining to you about this uh, before the show that who does a match day on not only a match day but an actual match on deadline day yeah you know yeah. Um, we don't even know what the Dortmund side will look like when the game kicks off at 8 30 german time <laughs> well i suppose we're recording this wednesday evening and mm. anything done between now and then someone's not going to be eligible to play so i suppose there's some solace but it does create a very weird feeling around it it yeah. is better. What I will say, it is better than the way it used to be, which is transfer deadline day, signings come in, off we all go on international break for two weeks. I hated that. I hated mm. that. Just, it's a tease. So this is better, even if it creates uncertainty. Right, but instead we're going off onto an international break right after this match day. Yeah. Which would have been works. a perfect time for Stefan to go on holiday, by the way. But selfishly. <laughs> Anyways... Um, you're the guest, so you go first. What's your prediction for Dortmund against Heidenheim? I'm going two on Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Heidenheim will score. I think Dortmund get through. I, I've got some concerns mm. about Dortmund. I think we all do. Uh, yeah, we all do. I, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I went for a bit more, pres- like bigger result for Dortmund. I think this is, could be their breakout performance at home against a promoted side that's never played in Dortmund in the Bundesliga. So I'm thinking a 3-0 win in order for Dortmund here, but I fear that you might be right and that that will cause further discussions surrounding the Dortmund side. Yeah, like uh, that midfield, that defense. Mm. Uh, don't know if they're going to score enough goals. There's a bit of uncertainty in the atmosphere as well around that team. I'm not sure where they're going, really, but mm. we'll see. And Heidenheim, Heidenheim, I think, will go straight back down at, at, at the end of the season, but I think they'll have a little bit of joy here. Yeah, must-win game for Dortmund, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's the Friday fixture out of the way. Um, this next one, another promoted side, Leverkusen against Darmstadt. Oh, this Leverkusen side has been really, really good, Sepp. Um, red hot. Yeah. Red hot. You know... People are calling them Bayern Munich's biggest title challenger, and it's Leverkusen's um, caution, 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 caution. Um, this is a team that, if something goes wrong, there will be a mitts in it. But um, I do believe in Javi Alonso, and I believe in this Leverkusen side, and I do believe that they're going to smash Darmstadt 4 1. Yeah, I'm with you. I've gone 4 0. Mm. Um, I think they'll just have their way with Darmstadt, who I think are going to be overmatched most weeks. Um, 
I believe in Leverkusen. I believe in Granit Xhaka, who's playing brilliantly. His goal last week, eh? Oh, his two passes for the other goals, for the um, for the uh, the Boniface and Jonathan Tarr goals, mm. the passes at the base of the move, which is just fantastic, fantastic ball striker. But yeah, I believe in this Leverkusen team. They're brilliant to watch as well. Yeah, no, it's um, I, I I think this Leverkusen side might be for real. Yeah, of, um, and I think they're going to cause um real headaches um and which is fun we need that yes um, we do especially if Dortmund continue to Dortmund things um all right that brings us to the next match we're flying through this this is great Hoffenheim against Wolfsburg um you are up first for this one right Hoffenheim one Wolfsburg two mm. eins zwei uh, because I Hoffenheim to me uh, Hoffenheim looked very very ropey uh, mm-hmm. I know they won last week in their comeback at Heidenheim, but they were ropey. Um, Wolfsburg, I think, not on the labor keys level, but I think are going to be a little bit of a dark horse. I wouldn't be surprised to see Wolfsburg sneak in to fourth or fifth place. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I, th- I think uh, I really like Laura Meyer signing. Um, I think he's a terrific player. I like what else they've done with the Van der Veen money. I think it's been very, very smart. Um, and... If they can reliably score goals, I know that's a big F, but um, you know, if, if they can, for instance, if you could count on the matchup to get maybe 15 this season, then I think you could have some joy there. Mm. I couldn't really separate these two teams. Okay. Um, I went for a 1-1 draw, so pretty close to what you have. Um, but I'm just, I think I still, I, I'm with you, I think Wolfsburg is sneaky good. And I agree with you, they've done some real good stuff. But I just don't know where to put them yet, if that makes sense. No, that's fair, I the same, that's fair enough. I have the same issues with Hoffenheim. <laughs> so 1-1 yeah. one, draw one just seemed like a logical result here for me. <laughs> yeah, particularly away from home. It's also early season, mm. so there's a few moving parts in that Wolfsburg team. So we'll see also a little bit of um, conjecture around a few others. So maybe maybe they're one that needs the transfer market to shut, really. Mm, yeah. And the same can be said about this next game, Werder against Mainz. I also went for a 1-1 draw. Uh, I couldn't really separate those two teams from one another. Also, I don't know what the Werder attack is going to look like (laughs) when this game comes around because um, there were some rumors about Fulkrug joining uh, Dortmund um, when we recorded this. You know, this may or may not have gone across the line, so uh, caution here, but... This Werder side seems like it's still in transition. And Mainz, um, yeah, I, I feel like a point away for them at Bremen is probably something that they would take. So 1-1 one, one seemed safe here. I've got 1-1 one, one, um for different reasons. I, I didn't factor the Fulcrook thing in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd worry about Werder if he were to leave and they were not to replace yeah. him, obviously. Um, I was a little unimpressed by what I saw from Mainz um, after going a man up and a goal up last weekend against Eintracht. I, I, I was, it was not very impressive, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so uh, I think there's a little bit of work there to do. I like some of the signings. I like um, uh, Tom Kraus. Um, I like him as an addition there. He hasn't really played yet, but he was very, very good for Schalke last season as a ball winner, mm. um, even though they went down. So I don't know. Like I feel like mine's not quite where they need to be. So this is going to be kind of a typical tentative 1-1 early season point for both. Mm-hmm. Next one then, Augsburg against Bochum. <laughs> <laughs> one nil Augsburg. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, I think Augsburg are all right. Um, Bochum, I'm very concerned by, despite the performance against Dortmund. Like, because I feel like the performance against Dortmund um, was a little bit of a, felt like a little bit of a local rivalry situation in terms of just, there was a bit more energy in, in Bochum than there had been the previous week when they'd been desperately poor in the, in the first game of the season. Um, Augsburg... Again, um, this is a sort of the transfer market situation. Few, few whispers about some outgoings there, which would concern yeah. me. Um, but I think they'll be okay to get through this. I thought parts of, I think, I think they did, they did have a few good moments against Bayern, um, and they troubled them in a way which I think will will show itself against Bochum. So one nil, one nil Augsburg. Mm. Of course, you mentioned that Megan Berisha. I think yeah, just after. We started uh, recording his his now announced to Hoffenheim, right? Fifteen million. Oh, it's been announced. Okay, I right. I think well, it's been announced. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I saw in one of my work chats that it's done anyway. Okay. So, because he might he might have put Augsburg in the lead against Bayern as well. Like, had he taken his chance early in that game? But yeah. he, um, yeah, that would be a miss. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually went for another 1-1 one, one draw. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have three 1-1 one, one draws in a row, which I think I've never done before, but I just I just don't... I couldn't separate these two either. Uh, you make a really, really compelling point about Bochum's performance against Dortmund being yeah. a local rivalry. And Bochum do quite well against big teams at home. They beat Bayern there too. Yeah. Uh, um, so. They're that team though. It's, it's that kind of ground as well. Mm. I, I don't. It felt like a very false sort of point, false performance. I don't mean that in a nasty way, but just yeah. a, 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 a false indicator. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm with you on that. Um, all right, then uh, we have Stuttgart against Freiburg. I, I still believe in the Stuttgart side, Sepp. I still yeah. do. Um, I think that the collapse against Leipzig in its epic proportions might reflect how good this team is. And I think they're actually going to rebound here at home against Freiburg. This is a local derby, um, a Baden-Württemberg derby, right? Yeah. I think they're going to beat Freiburg 2-1. Interesting. I've got, I've got Stuttgart 2-0, and here's why. Like, I feel like something happened to them mentally after the Benny Hendricks charge down mm -hmm. that the provided the, the Leipzig equaliser. They were excellent until then, and they've also, a player that I really like, they signed Angelo Stiller, who I think is going to be a super midfielder in the future. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll end up playing for Germany, senior international. Um, and he'll be kind of, I don't know whether he'll be involved in this game, but I liked an awful lot of where I saw. I think Hunnis has them in a, such a, a better place than they were at the beginning of last season. Um, so I think they beat Freiburg. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying watching Stuttgart. And like, like we said about Bochum, I feel like the last 30 minutes of that game against Leipzig was a false indicator. Don't think we should trust yeah. that. Like Leipzig played over so well, but... Stuttgart doesn't mean Stuttgart are bad. Let's, let's see them rebound here. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree with everything you say. It was such a weird game. <laughs> weird game, weird goals. Yeah. Like, just a weird occasion. And I mean, you know. don't let Leipzig play. <laughs> That's yeah. the takeaway. <laughs> don't let Leipzig play on the transition, right? That's a pretty good, pretty good motto for life in the Bundesliga. Um, because I do think that Leipzig are for real. I don't don't get blinded by that match day one result against Leverkusen. Leverkusen will take points. I think of all the top teams this year. Um, yeah, so don't get blinded by that. Leipzig are very very good, um, and we're going to talk about Leipzig in a bit. This is next one. So this is my match of the week. Um, so I'm going to destroy the order of who's going first and go first here because this Judgment. is my match of the week. Uh, Gladbach against Bayern. 
the true classicer, as I call it, Zeb, because mm. unlike the marketed classicer, the DFL marketing machine classicer that is Dortmund against Bayern or Bayern against Dortmund, um, this is actually a classicer because the other team tends to beat Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't even matter whether Gladbach have a good year or a bad year. Um, they still do beat Bayern. For some reason, there is something very special about this game and Bayern hate playing there, especially in Gladbach, right? I was so tempted to go with a Gladbach win here or maybe a draw. Um, and I'm going to regret tipping <laughs> that Bayern are going to win this game 2-1 because it is the true classica and Bayern tend to lose the true classica. But I do think that this time is going to be different. 2-1, Hurricane winner late is my prediction here. Sepp, what did you go with? I've gone with an edgy 4 0 win for Bayern Munich. <laughs> oh, oh, because you, you play with fire here. <laughs> no, I don't feel like I'm like, I was, I was concerned by what I saw from Gladbach against Leverkusen. Leverkusen are very good, very, very good. Mm. But uh, when, when you say a team is, is transitioning, that feels yeah. like it's kind of, it ignores the point about what they're transitioning into. And there's not a lot that I like about this Gladbach team, it's not a lot that I trust. Like, I, yeah, I, I, there's, even at home, like, mm. you're facing a couple of your ex-players. Jack is coming back. Hoffman's coming back. There's just nothing there at the moment. Um, it's not to say it won't be, but I feel like if this game had been in maybe October, November, when it's a little bit more rhythm, I would, I would probably be a bit more reserved, or at least I'd think a little bit more about my prediction, but I can't see anything other than a... a quite a big buy and win they're just holes there they look so susceptible to speed and you know against Masrawi and Davies and Kane in the mm. middle I don't think Masiala is going to be back I think he's still injured but um I just think Bayern Munich is going to trample them I I, I I mean my mind tells me that we're both right and Bayern are going to win this game but I mean Gladbach faced Bayern at this stage of the season last yeah. year and we're the first team to throw a wrench into Nagelsmann's side <laughs> But then they had different weapons, Manu. Like they had players that yeah. were kind of like some of the. For instance, we we I accept that like Bayern have some issues on transition, but who do who do Gladbach have to exploit that weakness at the moment? I, I don't happy to be proven wrong. That'd be very mm. interesting, but I just I can't logically make the case at the moment. No, which is why we didn't. Um, and we're supposed to use logic, although this game has thrown logic out of the window on several it's occasions. Football. It's football, yeah. of course it does. Yeah. And it is, you know, look, I think it is a special game in German football with the history that it has and all that sort of stuff. And the Bundesliga, the DFL, should probably do better promoting this game um, because it is worth watching and everything, everyone should be tuning in. Um, it's it's going to be a really fun game. All right. Um, since I went first in this one because it's my match of the week, you get to go first in the last two, including your match of the week, which is the final match. But first, we have Frankfurt against Köln. What are you thinking here? Eintracht nil, Köln eins. Ooh. And here's why. Uh, Eintracht have lost so much. Mm. So much. Uh, and in bad ways. Like, yeah. for instance, Lindstrom won fine. The Köln-Moani situation is ridiculous because well, you, you move to a club... On a free transfer you spend a year there and you start and you kind of go on strike it's just disgraceful right you, mm. you just I, I can't I can't abide with that at all anyway um and if you add it all up you've lost kamada 
you lost Lindstrom. You're going to lose Kalamwani. At the very least, he's not going to play mm. uh, the weekend. He's, you know, whether he moves or not, he's not training at the moment. You've got significant issues. You've got significant losses in your defence. Um, I don't like Robin Koch as a player. Like I don't mm. think he's. I don't think he's the equal of the players that that Eintracht have lost in that area the last couple of years. Um, and I think Cologne win. I think Cologne win. I think that Eintracht are going to... I no doubt Eintracht will have the revenue to rebuild, but it's just chaos at the moment. Um, and it feels very un-German like, to, be, to, be, to be dealing with these problems at the end of August. Um, so I think can profit from the chaos. Yeah, I am with you. I actually went for a 2 0 win for Cologne. Okay. okay. Um, because everything you just said, I agree with. <laughs> it is um, utter chaos. Kolomuani, um, when we were recording this on a Wednesday, is currently in Paris hiding out with his family. He's actually um, in Paris, okay. Right. Yeah, he's in Paris. And so, he, you know, he's not playing. He's not playing in the Europa League, uh, Europa Conference qualifier, right? And yeah, he refused to train today, didn't he? So yeah, he's yeah. not playing this weekend. Um, and you know, I I I assume that he's going to get sold. Um, you know, stay tuned. Um, obviously, this show, this show is going to come out before the deadline, the window closes. So um, this could go down all the way to the wire. Hey, you, you know what? I hope Eintracht get what they're after. I hope like they've had I that. Hope they figure. get a hundred million. 100 million euros. They've had that figure. They had that figure for Bayern before the transfer window even opened. Yeah. Also, the price is definitely the price when you're negotiating with Paris Saint-Germain. It just is. Like, this it, is the way of it. You can just afford want the name of money. Give it to them. Yeah, but also it's like, you know, Paris Saint-Germain's FFP concerns are not Eintracht's problem. Like, yeah. you can either afford him, you can afford him, so pay the money. Sell somebody else. Sell, sell Julian Draxler somewhere. You know, like, <laughs> you can raise the money from elsewhere if you is want. Is he back at PSG? I yes. haven't heard of him going anywhere else. Wait, wait but he was, oh yeah, he was only on loan in Benfica. He was on loan in Benfica, yeah. Oh my God, I forgot that he exists. So, um, <laughs> I think Julian Draxler has forgotten that he exists too. <laughs> he was the perfect player for Wolfsburg. Anyways, um, that brings us to your match of the week, which also means you get to go first again. Um, yeah, my private top spiel is Union Berlin against Abi Leipzig. And mm. I've gone for a two-all draw. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm actually going to this game. I'm working this game. So um going down to Kerpenick and could not be more excited. And it's only Wednesday and I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I loved what Union did at Darmstadt last weekend. I thought it was so impressive. Um, well, from everyone except Brendan Aronson, of course. But <laughs> um, Gerson's effect on the game. I love Fafana. I think he's a really smart loan signing. I really like the way some of those um, those new players have adjusted like I think Voland will be an excellent signing they still got I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Becker I think Jordan is leaving that's that's what yeah. I heard before we started recording he's in Gladbach right Kevin Behrens is just a monster of a footballer mm. um, and love watching him head footballs um, I don't know if Kadir is back for this game I, I, I read a I was, I was reading earlier that he's 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 questionable rather than out so mm. we'll see um, but what I will say, and this kind of leans into my fancy football team conveniently, is like, I think Renault is one of the most underrated goalkeepers in the league. Mm. Um, like, I, I, I've been so impressed with him, uh, certainly last season, certainly in the Europa League. I think he's done, um, 
he's exactly the right goalkeeper for this this side as well to play behind that back three. Um, and I think this is going to be a great game. And I can't watch. Also, I can't wait to watch some of those Leipzig players in that stadium close up because, like we mentioned, Appender earlier, but Simons mm-hmm. as well has, has started the season so so well, um, and it's going to be great to watch. David Rounds playing pretty well as well, so can't wait. Yeah, two two. I went for a similar result. I went for a two three Leipzig win. Wow, Leipzig winning in Kopenick, really? In Kopenick. I think that they. I think that they have the quality to win this game. Um, and I think that Louis Openda is going to score a ridiculous amount of goals, proving me wrong that I should have never sold him. Maybe I'm going to buy him again <laughs> and ruin <Yeah>. his form. <laughs> You're going to buy, sell, and rebuy him in the space of three fancy football weeks. That's a disgrace. Is, is that a terrible, this is a terrible idea. More interesting, though. So, by my reckoning, the last team to win in Copenhagen was Union saint in the Europa League group stages is that right or have i missed somebody wow you, i think you might be right they didn't lose there in the bundesliga did they towards the end of last season because they no. had that period where they went a little bit off the boil but they always at least snuck a draw away at home i, I mean not many people win there that's um, what, so it's bold big, you need to, you need to win there if you want to win the title yes that's true that is true but i mean maybe all the other teams will drop points there too i read today that they scored eight goals on an xg of 3.8 sep <laughs> um when are we just going to ignore xg when it comes to union berlin we should already be doing it mm. like union berlin what i was i was talking uh, i was i was doing some us radio earlier and mm. talking about us fisher and just his ability to coach really efficient football yeah uh, it's just remarkable, absolutely remarkable what he's done. And also remarkable that it's kind of held. Like, I remember people saying like when the Gerson story started, be like, oh, OK, so now this is the point at which we start, you know, integrating German internationals into this team of kind of this band of brothers. It's going to go badly. It's going to go badly. Robin Gerson is the best player on the pitch at the weekend. Absolutely phenomenal performance. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I don't, it looks like he's completely bought in within weeks of being there. Uh, it looks fantastic. So, um, I can only see Union getting better. Especially with the San Bonucci. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I sort of I think I, I, I subconsciously filed my accreditation request because I thought well, maybe I'll be there for a Bonucci unveiling, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's Nothing no shock uh, me at this point with this club. <laughs> you know what? It'd be a great story. Like I, I remember actually when I went to when I went to the first leg of the, the Saint-Gilles-Loire game in the knockout rounds of the Europa League. I got there and I was going through one of the turnstiles and in front of me there was a guy with an Isco shirt. He'd had the name printed and everything on the back of his shirt. He, he didn't care. He just did not care. So I'm, you know, fine. This is where we are now. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if Union Berlin just linked themselves to players like that to be in the news. But <laughs> he was there though. He was He was, he was there. He and was it there. was all done. And um, yes, uh, I mean, one day there will be a book written about, I know there is already a great big, book written about it by kit holden right fabulous oh, book fabulous yeah. book um but when he does his second edition <laughs> there's the there's the the, the isco chapter yeah the isco will be an entire chapter on its own um all right well uh, that sums up uh match day three 
enjoy the games guys um enjoy the, enjoy the final day of the the transfer window as well um i can't wait for it to be shut and we can yes. just focus on this um although considering i work for transfer market it never ends sap it's constant um but it will be over for all the people uh, who don't care about the transfer window let's say or that you don't work for transfer market or don't yeah. work for transfer market or don't read transfer market which is a shame you should right. anyways um as always the show is brought to you by bet online in association with get german football news so before we wrap this up where can people find you uh well manny i'm uh right about german for the athletics i'm over mm -hmm. there most of the time and i'm on twitter at sevsb and also um an executive producer at tifo football so you can find me over on those bits as well i do i edit the illustrated channel um so you can find me all around the bout awesome and yes give Seb a follow if you aren't already um and check out his stuff on the athletic and we'll be back soon with more content next week uh stefan's still gone but i have some awesome guests lined up so don't worry where you can fill the void um also a different schedule next week because uh, we don't have a match day for next weekend um it's international break which means no prediction show but the usual shows will still be all there uh, so stay tuned and until then auf wiedersehen tschüss Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.